Welcome into the Deep Slant Podcast presented by Xfinity. Another great podcast for you, I hope. We've got a couple of great interviews coming up in this week's podcast. We've got Will Fuller, the fifth, talking about his rehab, his return to the field after missing nine games last year. We've got Zach Fulton, the offensive lineman who does it all, plays guard, he plays center, and we caught up with him. And then we caught up with Carlos Watkins up in Green Bay, talked about what that whole experience was like for him. And uh, let's just get it started. We're back in Houston again. Preseason's underway. So with that being said, a lot went down in that first preseason game against Green Bay, one of which... When Greg Mance went out with an injury, Zach Fulton slid over from right guard to center, which is something that he's played in the past, especially in his time at Kansas City. And he is still listed on the Texans roster as center slash guard. So we caught up with Zach after one day of rest for the players on Friday. They were back at work on Saturday at the Houston Methodist Training Center. What that game was like for Zach, what the preseason game means to the rookies that were out there for the first time and, uh, hey, what does he think about Texas? Take a listen. at Zach Fulton on the Deep Slant Podcast. Joining us today, center slash guard Zach Fulton. I say center slash guard because he really does do it all. Welcome back to Houston. First practice after the preseason game. Do things feel different now that you got one preseason game out of the way? Uh, yeah, they feel a little bit calmed down. Everybody's getting a little settled into you know what they're doing and what their job is and stuff like that. So it's definitely sitting down a little bit. How about for the rookies? Now they've got a game under their belt. Uh, what was the big thing that they had to get through in that first game that you feel like they've sort of accomplished now? I think just playing, just playing in their first you know, real NFL game, just getting used to the speed and the tempo and how things go a lot faster than what they're used to. And once they get that down, I think they'll be going a long way. All right, speed and tempo for you. you you're playing guard, and then you obviously had to slide over to center. Not something that's new for you. You've done that in the past. But is there a challenge when in the game you have to make that, that transition? Um, I think early on in my career it was a challenge, but – now I'm just so used to, you know, if something happens, you know, bumping over to center or bumping over to left guard or whatever the case it may be. I've been doing it for so long, I'm just used to it now. And I practice center during the week, so we practice those different types of situations and scenarios. So it was just normal. You were under center for Joe Webb, which you probably didn't have a lot of practice doing. And then right. in practice here, obviously, Deshaun Watson. How different is it to be under center for different quarterbacks? Um, it's not too much different. Um, you just got to get used to their um, tempo of cadence and things like that and how they operate. But... Um, the difference is not too much as far as like operations is concerned. Right, you're one of the veterans on the O-line, obviously, year six for you. How have you thought that the rookies have done so far and how they've progressed? Because obviously training camp was a big test for them getting the pads on. I think the rookies have progressed uh, really well. They've, you know, getting their assignments down. They're, you know, being more vocal as far as, you know, being more confident in what they're doing. And so I think they're coming a long way, honestly. This time of year for rookies, what is the biggest challenge for them that they have to overcome? When you give your, these rookies some advice, what, is, what, do you, what do you tell them? I think we're, we're, still, we're still in camp, so it's just, you know, just having the right mindset and, you know, mind, uh, uh, set mind frame to, you know, keep grinding in camp and just take it day by day and, you know, don't make the same mistake twice and things like that. So. Two joint practices with the Packers. The, the Lions are coming into town in a few days. How different is that work when you get to work against a different team versus just going against your own guys every day? Oh, it's a little bit different just because you're not used to you know, going against a, a different team in practice, so it's a little bit different. But it's great work that we can get in against another opponent and you know, blocking somebody else different for once. And uh, it's just very honestly, we do a good fundamental job in blocking and using our technique and shot fun. All right, Zach, I remember a few years ago you were looking for cowboy boots uh, or a cowboy hat. I want to ask you, give us an update. Did you get all that? And, and has Texas Barbecue won you over KC Barbecue? So I went to the uh, rodeo this past offseason, I believe, and I got my uh, hat. 
And I went to... Congratulations. Thank you, thank you. I went to, I forgot the store over here. Cavenders? Uh, yes, I went there, but sadly they did not have a size 16 boot. <laughs> so I'm still searching, so we will see. And yes, uh, Texas Barbecue has definitely won me over. I like it's that great. answer. And let's just put that into the universe. If anyone can get Zach hooked up with some cowboy boots, let's try to help a guy out. Please, that'd be great. All right, thanks so much, Zach. No problem, thank you. Shortly after that, I tweeted that uh, someone needed to find Zach Fulton, size 16 cowboy boots. I'm sure Twitter and Houston and all of Texas can make that happen. So I think he needs something to go with that cowboy hat that he just got. All right, Uh, someone who would look good in a cowboy hat, Will Fuller. He's been in Texas for a few years, and... Uh, Houstonians and Texan fans, they love to see Will Fuller back on the field. Uh, number 15 did not see him in action in the preseason game up at Green Bay, but he did participate in those practices, which to me indicates and to everyone else that he got enough work in, so they didn't want to see him risk anything in that preseason uh, game getting injured or anything like that. Well, it's been a pretty long road for Will Fuller. He had put on Instagram that it was probably one of the most humbling experiences, everything that he went through. So, I caught up with Will up in Green Bay. We talked about the rehab. We talked about what it was like in Green Bay. And we talked about what it's like for him to finally get back out on the field and be catching passes from Deshaun Watson. Here is Will Fuller V on the Deep Slant Podcast, presented by Xfinity. Will, out here for joint practices in Green Bay, how's it How's it been to go against a different team in camp? I mean, I think it feels I mean, feel real good coming out here and competing against another team, you know, especially with my long layoff. You know, I haven't played against anybody in a long time, so I feel good to get out here and compete against uh, some other guys. A lot of people were surprised that heading into camp, you were ready to go from day one, and you talked about just the road to recovery from your ACL. Did you feel like you were ready when camp started? Because clearly not a surprise to you that you're out here. Honestly, I didn't know what to expect. You know, I, I, I haven't been going up against anybody, so I didn't really know what to expect. But, you know, once I got out there, I felt, I felt you know, way better than I thought I would. And then, you know, right now, I feel like um, I'm doing way better than I thought I would. So uh, I guess that's a good thing. You said, I saw on Instagram, you said you were humbled by the last nine months. What did you mean by that? Yeah, it really is. Just, you know, that was a long time off in football. You know, that's the longest I've haven't been, I, I've been without football in, in my life. So um, just, you know, you know, watching watching the team, you know, through, through their ups and downs, you know, not being able to, you know, help them. It was just real humbling not being, you know, not being you know, able to play football and, and really want to and just, you know, you know, just, just reminding myself never to take it for granted. Is that the biggest injury that you've had over the course of playing football, the one that's probably put you out for the longest or the toughest to come back from, would you say? Yeah, yeah, definitely. All right, so you and Deshaun Watson, 11 games, 11 touchdowns. That chemistry is clearly there. But when you come back this year, was it like riding a bike again, like picking it up right where you left off? Uh, no, I wouldn't even say that. You know, it, I'm, I'm still, you know, progressing. You know, I'm still working through some things with my knees. So, um, you know, we're out there, you know, working it out. You know, I'm, I'm start, I'm feeling better. You know, each practice I'm out here. You know, so um, just, you know, just being out here has helped me a lot, and especially, you know, being with Deshaun again. You know, just getting that, getting that timing down, um, just so we can, you know, continue where we left off. A lot of people talk about that road to recovery being a long one. For you, it was nine months. Was there some time in your recovery that you felt like it was a turning point for you that things were on the road to recovery? Um, or can you do, do you remember it like a feeling like that in a certain moment? Like I, I'm I'm on my way back. Yeah, it was definitely it was a, it was a lot of stages. You know, I, just, I had to keep hitting milestones. So I remember the, the first time I ran. You know, how this how weird that felt, but you know it felt good to get out there and, and run again. Um, you know, the, the first time I spun spun the bike on the on the I mean, got my knee around on the bike. You know, it was just a, a lot of stages, but I, I feel like everyone you know it, it felt good to me. How excited are you with? Hopkins, you, Kiki QT, the three of you out there, and everything that you think that this offense is capable of doing. Yeah, I mean, 
I mean, it's looking good right now, I'll tell you that. We just got to, you know, as long as everybody stay healthy, I think the sky's the limit. So um, we're going to continue to keep working out here to, to, to continue to get better. But, you know, I, I feel like we're, I mean, we're looking real good when we're all together. Andre Johnson, you didn't get a chance to play with them, but he's obviously here on the coaching staff. What sort of insight does he offer to you? Do you pick his brain a lot about the wide receiver position? What's, what's that relationship like with you and Andre? Yeah, he's one, you know, he's one of the greatest receivers that play the game. So, you know. Just him being out here, it, you know, it helps us a lot, and he, he's in all of our meetings. So, you know, um, we all ask him questions, you know, certain things about route running or, or releases, or, or if he just wants to step in and give us give us his insight. You know, it's, it's all helpful because you know he he wanted you know the greatest to do it. So, you know, so it, I I think that's a real um, that's a good change for us this year because we didn't have him last year. And I, and I, I could see differences already. On the opposite side of the team, um, with the Packers, you've got a couple of former teammates out there. I noticed Equinamia St. Brown. You guys worked out together, and then a former quarterback mm -hmm. as well. Did you get a chance to catch up with some of your former Notre Dame teammates? Yeah, yeah, definitely. I talked to them, you know, these, these past two days, you know. So it's, it's always good catching up with, with guys you play with, you know, uh, in college. All right, so now that the team is together in Wisconsin, you guys are actually having this camp dorm life experience. The linebackers are playing video games. The D-line is playing cards and doing charades. What can you tell us about the wide receivers, what you guys do when you're together? You guys are very close as it is, but is there anything extra that you guys are doing in your spare time? De definitely playing video games. You know, camp, camp is a ground, so you, you got to take, you know, you got you got to you got to do something to get your mind off of it. And, we, and most of us playing playing some games, you know, hanging out on, on, on uh, off days, just, you know, just trying to be together and just, you know, get our mind off football for just a little bit. All right, what's the game of choice and who's the best at it? We all play different games, but I, right now I'm playing 2K. I know I'm the best at that on the team, so um, whatever game I'm playing, I'm the best. So it's, it's really no competition. <laughs> all right, not, obje not subjective at all. Thanks so much, Will. Have a great camp. Thank you, thank you. Thank you, Will. Those wide receivers do like to have fun. They're a tight-knit group, uh, as always, but they sure do love their video games. And uh, I like Will Fuller showing a little bit of a uh, flash at the end there. He's, he's uh, pretty good at uh, playing video games, and, you know, he's not shy about it. He's shy. He may be shy about other things, but he's not shy about that, so I definitely respect that. All right, on the first day of joint practices up in Green Bay, uh, I'm sure, unless you're living under a rock, you heard that the players got to ride their bikes to practice. It was a big week for J.J. Watt, who returned back to Wisconsin. Got a big welcome. Well, I caught up with his good friend and teammate, Carlos Watkins, also on the D-line, about what the whole week was like for the D-linemen in general and just getting those joint practices in with the Packers. Here's Carlos Watkins. Right here from Green Bay, Carlos Watkins. Carlos, what's it like being in Titletown, historic city, being here at Lambeau Field and practicing against the Packers? What was, what's it been like for you? It's, it's, it's great to be out here, you know, it's great weather, you know, way better than Houston right now. Um, and then a historic place, you know, it's a lot of history here. You know, we did a, you know, kind of like a little background, you know, thing as a team, you know, learn a little bit more about the uh, background of the place, but it's a really nice place. You've got J.J. Watt, obviously. He knows, a, he knows a little bit about this place. How much excitement or prep did he give the D linemen before you guys actually came up here? <laughs> He really didn't say too much, you know. I, I could tell he was excited, you know. Um, you know, hopefully he'll take us somewhere, you know, I got a little downtime, go eat somewhere at a nice place he know about. So I mean, he ain't told us too much. I'm gonna ask him some questions though. You should ask him about the local food here. They put peanut butter on their burgers, which I did not know. 
Never heard of that. I did not know that either. Yeah, you need to try I'm that. I'm definitely going to ask him about that. You could ask him about that. <laughs> you also were part of another tradition, the little kids riding the bikes across the street, across the parking lot. Mm -hmm. And uh, you were on a, on a bike as well. It Was was it a small bike? It was a little boy with you, right? Yeah, the bike was pretty small. Um, it I was seemed small. I didn't know how it <laughs> felt for you. You looked very comfortable on it, though. I hope the tires didn't pop, but, uh, you know, the fans, as I was riding, you know, they said, they didn't seen plenty of tires pop before, so I didn't, <laughs> I didn't feel as bad then. So, but it was good, you know. I got to meet a little. Uh, his name was Johnny, and uh, you know, asked him a couple questions. But it was fun, though. You know, that's a nice tradition. I was wondering what that conversation was like, because it's a pretty slow, <laughs> leisurely ride, and then afterwards you sign autographs and stuff. But what did yeah. the two of you talk about? Um, just pretty much, you know, asking him where he's from. He was like an hour from here, you know, where he wanted to go to school. He wanted to play baseball, really, but. Um, <laughs> You know, at a J.J. Watt, Wisconsin jersey. You know, just asking him questions about, you know, where you're from and what he do. Well, obviously you guys are here because you want to see some different faces after eight days of practicing against each other. How beneficial are these been, uh, joint practices for you guys every single day? Uh, it's really good. You know, it's good that we get a different look. You know, we see our guys and, you know, we're working on things and our O-line, they might know a couple of our calls and pick up on things. So, you know, it's good against, to go against somebody else that I really don't know, you know, our work, why I plays like that and don't pick up on things. So we actually get a good look at things and see where we're at. So it's been fun, you know, great weather. You know, they gave us a great look, hard competitive day. So it was nice work. It's a little different going against Aaron Rodgers than it is Deshaun every single day. How much fun was it to face him and, and, a, and a really good O-line as well? Yeah, for sure. You know, Iron Sharp is Iron. You know, they gave us a great look. And, you know, Aaron Rodgers, you know, he's going to do his thing. That's what he do, um, giving us a great look, you know, as far as, you know, up front and in the secondary. So it was great getting that good work against some great guys. How different are the looks and the things that you see in joint practices compared to the preseason games? It seems like a lot of work actually gets will get done in the next two days. Oh, yeah, for sure. You know, I'm pretty sure coaches. Just want to look at things, you know, and try to, you know, work on things that they feel like we need to improve on. You know, just defense. You know, they giving us a look. You know, offense. Their defense giving our offense a look. So it's good. You know, you get to, you know, do some things against the other team and kind of get a good look at ourselves. How about you guys, the D linemen? I saw the linebackers were playing some video games. It's a little bit of a dorm life. What about for you, D linemen? You know, how are you guys going to bond over this the next few days? Um pretty close as we it is, are, but right. now you're now you're really close we've been doing kind of like cyphers and rap battles like you know you know just get in a circle you know we just start rapping in circles and sometimes we play uno on our phone <laughs> it gets competitive pretty competitive but who's, like, who's the best rapper <sighs> i'm gonna have to say dunny dunny once he get going i really think he He's, he's like that. He's really nice. So Not surprising. He's the resident DJ in the locker room. He seems to know his music. No doubt. No doubt. So he knows his music. All right. How about for you? Year three, big year for you coming up. What are some of the things that you're looking to work on in camp and through preseason? Um, just being a consistent player and uh, being an dependable player, you know, being a uh, great role player if I need be um, for the coach. You know, whatever they need me to do, you know, just be the best at it. And, you know, just try to, you know, be a great fit to this defense, you know, and they – they use me where they want to use me, and I'm able to make plays, you know, help this defense, you know. It's a big year coming up. All right, good luck to you, Carlos, and good luck in the rap battles. <laughs> All right. Rooting for you. Thank you. Well, they gave up four square a few years ago, and now they've got rap battles. So I think it's a pretty talented D-lineman group off the field as well as on the field. And I think Brendan just outdoes himself when it comes to the music between locker room DJ and rapping. He's He's got it pretty much locked down as far as the music scene is concerned. Uh, all right, we're going to bring you some more interviews as the week goes on. It's the Detroit Lions in town this week for joint practices and another preseason game. And that'll probably be coming to you in the next podcast. We'll catch up with some players 
shortly after those joint practices. So that's going to do it for us. Uh, if you can, be sure to download, subscribe, iTunes, tune in, Stitcher, leave a review, let us know what you think. And also the Houston Texans mobile app. It's brand new. So if you have it on your phone or your device, be sure to go to the App Store or Google Play, whatever phone you have, and update it because there are a lot of new fun features on that very interactive as well. So with that, that's going to do it for another edition of the Deep Slant Podcast presented by Xfinity. You can catch all of my interviews uh, on camera as well on HoustonTexans.com as well as the daily notes and quotes from practice and what went down. John Harris puts up his notes and quotes and Drew Doherty gets a one-on-one with the player. Those are always fun and entertaining. And, of course, Texans All Access every Monday through Friday, 6 to 7 p.m. Uh, no more training camp live in the morning, but, you know, we still have Texans All Access every evening, so be sure to tune in and listen to that. So I'm going to wrap it up for now. Thanks, as always, for listening, and go Texans. <laughs>